Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on transitions and decisions. We hope you enjoy. I can think of a personal example for that. Um, that was really confusing for, for me. Um, so probably 15, yeah, 15 years ago, um, I started really trying, working to start taking ownership of my faith in Jesus and kind of feeling this pull because uh, I grew up in the country, like around farms, like my first job was at a dairy farm. And then I started feeling this pull as I got deep and the closer I got to, to Jesus, the more I felt this pull into like hard living communities. Um, and I can remember telling my wife, we have been married for less than two years that I felt like God wanted us to move to the ghetto and just love people and God would take care of us. And she looked at me and was like, that's crazy. Um, you can do that with your other, with your next wife. Cause I'm not doing that. Cause I had no plan <laughs> at all, which was like, that's fair for her. We had Did a little really say it that way. Yeah. She was like, that's crazy. Uh, you can do that with your next wife. Cause I'm not she doing listens it to this. I think that's fantastic. That's hilarious. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I hope she does. And she's, she is, she's owned that because I'm glad she said it because it, and the way I took it because I was immature was like, then why did God want me, give me this desire, this want I can remember praying like, God, why did I, why did you give me this desire or want to move and do this when my wife obviously doesn't, when in reality, what my wife wanted was a plan, a way to, uh, a way to protect and provide for her, which, you know, that's kind of my job as her, it's, it's, it's a job as us as a couple to figure out how do we identify each other's needs and me coming in with no plan to something to not giving her even any context as to how God was moving in my life or what I was hearing and what I was praying about. So my desire wasn't wrong. What, how I went about trying to get it was. And I think that's the breakdown. That's, that's what was not wise about what I was doing. The desire was from God, how I was going about trying to get it, not smart or wise at all. Yeah. No, it's a really good example. And I think that all that anyone listening can probably think of an example in their life like that, because I just think it's healthy for us. I I don't, I don't, what I'm not proposing. And I don't, I don't think that, that the writer of Proverbs is proposing. And I don't think that God is proposing is just that we should be contrarian, like everything, like pushing. What do you mean by contrarian? Pushing back against things just to push back against them. Mm. Um, when I hear contrarian, I hear someone who actually doesn't have a foundation in themselves. They make decisions based on doing the opposite or pushing for the opposite of whatever is in front of them. Yeah, I think that's another good, a good definition for sure. So say that again. So it's someone who doesn't have a foundation in what they believe. They are reacting, just pushing back on whatever is in front of them, even if they agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's unhealthy. I think some people think that there's value in that. Um, so my worldview, Austin, we've probably talked about this before, but I really do think that, um, I do think that a healthier, I just believe this. I think a healthier soul is one that's more receptive and an unhealthy soul is one that's more reactive. Hmm. Yep. Right. Some people listening to that will think that I'm saying that, you know, receptive meaning like i'm just going to believe everything is true or like gullible that's not what i'm saying 
I'm saying, you know, receptivity to me is more about being open and being curious and being compassionate, listening to others. That not necessarily meaning that I have to believe or own everybody else's stuff, but that I'm receptive to others, that I'm open, that I'm compassionate, that I'm curious. Um, the opposite of that is being reactive, pushing against more, more in line with what you, how you define contrarian, which to me, I think is a more unhealthy, um, closed view. And I think we, a lot of us find ourselves in that space, which is what leads us when we're in transition, when we're making decisions, right? We're just waiting for God to tell us something. We're using God to get what we want. We're only talking to people that tell us what we want to hear. We're, we're compromising our beliefs to, to get what we want in the moment. All of that is a reactive. It's all reactive, isn't it? Yeah. It's not. And being reactive, in order for us to react, and I think when you and I use that word, because like there, we do react to things, but when we say reactive, we're talking about not taking the time to give space and think through what is coming at us so we can then take that information and respond well. Yeah. So it's not, and there's not a time around it either. It's not like we can respond pretty quickly, almost instantaneously, instantaneously if we're healthy and understand what, how we tick. And that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of effort. So when we're saying reactive, I think when, when you're saying it, Wes, what I'm hearing is I'm going to do something. And then afterwards I'm going to mean, I'm not going to be able to clearly identify why I did it. Yeah. So that being reactive, if you're being reactive, it's doing something so fast without thinking through it, counting the cost. And then the consequences were just as devastated by, because we didn't want those consequences or even to do the thing that we just did. Um, and anyone who listens to this, the two people that listen has, have listened to us for the last, you know, however many months that we've been doing this, yeah. um, they're going to roll their eyes, but, um, <laughs> I hope they do. It all, it all, it always, this always comes back to trust. Trust is the foundation is one of, is our, is one of our, just as human beings are one of our foundations, uh, relationally, um, and Jim and Rich, when they talk about health and unhealth if if anyone's read the relational soul um and they've coached us you know they talk about how when our soul becomes more healthy our we become more receptive and they call it receptive trust right mm. the ability yeah. to trust the ability to be receptive and the opposite of that is reactive mistrust thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast we'll be back tomorrow with episode four in our conversation we'll see you then